Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Timey wimey proportions, podcastica. Now here's John and Taylor. Thank you and hello, everyone. Welcome to episode ninety-seven of Podcastica, where we talked about world enough and time here on notlg.com. My name is John, and joining me this week, as he does every week, is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, how's it going? Ah, uh, it's going, John. It's um. Yeah, I'm a little sunburned. Haven't had a good proper sunburn in a long time, and we spent uh, the family spent three hours at the community pool this, this afternoon. And oh boy, yeah, I thought I was lathered up good. <laughs> I wasn't so much. Oh no, I'm uh, making a point of not leaning back against the couch right now because that's going to hurt. Good call. Good. <laughs> right. Good call. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Um. Nothing. I had the laziest weekend. I actually didn't leave the house today until I want to say about forty minutes before we started recording to get some food. Wow! Oh, you got food before you recorded. I that did. Was, yeah, trying. Rarity. Yeah, I know. It's usually after. I decided to uh, to eat before this. So maybe ice cream or a milkshake or something after the show. Then I mean, we'll see. I'm. Ha- <laughs> I have a little bit of a caffeine headache right now. Ooh, so, I mean, you know, it happens. Um, so I might go pick up something of the caffeinated variety, which that, I guess I was... could have gotten when I went to go get food. But, you know, yeah, it happens. I, You know, it's funny. Speaking of milkshakes, um, my son, for some reason, really likes Lucky Charms. I don't know why this stuff's disgusting, but um, I want to say it was Burger King. It is Burger King. Has... Has a Lucky Charms milkshake. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who got to try that last Friday? Oh. Uh, he thought it was the most amazing thing in the world. Really? Did you uh, yes. get a sip of that? I, I didn't. No. Oh, no. no because, uh, because Amber teaches, right? So she's off all summer. So oh. she's going to go off and do stuff with him in the middle of the day. I, of course, was at work. So, no, I missed out on the Lucky Charms milkshake. I'm not sure I could bring myself to try it. Oh, man. I would definitely try that for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. <laughs> All right, Taylor. So we got a doozy today. Uh, but mm. before we get into the doozy, we got a, a little bit of who news. We do. Yeah. Stephen Moffat and Mark Gatiss. We know what they are going to be up to next when obviously it is not going to be Doctor Who. Correct. Uh, having tackled Sherlock, they're teaming up now to create a Dracula TV series. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll be honest, I have I haven't seen a lick of Sherlock, so and I never really I I haven't. I also have never seen ET, but that's neither here nor there. You've never seen ET. I am deaf. De- I was deathly afraid of ET for the longest time. I hated ET. Um, I, and I've think, seen ET. I think that's what it was. I like. I remember when it first came out. My mom and my brother went to go see it. And I was like, "No, I don't want to go see that." Well, you know, the sequel that never came out was apparently supposed to be a horror movie. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be a little it's... scarier. Huh. Okay. Yeah. You know, there you go. Little piece of news I there. Yeah. I no. I had, I had no idea. I had no idea they had even talked about a sequel. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, that's our show. No, no Doctor Who go. to talk about. Oh, God. Which is funny because there's, uh, yeah, we'll get to it. I'm sorry. There's so much to talk about. So uh, this week we watched World Enough in Time. It stars Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, Pearl Mackey as Bill, Matt Lucas as Nardole, Michelle Gomez as Missy, and Johnson returning as the Master. It was written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Rachel, um, is it Talalay? Talalay. Yes. Yeah. You, thanks, you, Mike, you got, for the I, uh, I, correct pronunciation. Precisely. Yeah. Thanks, Mike, because I even sat there today going, Talalay, Talalay. No, tal- no, it's Talalay because it has the accent in what doesn't uh, seem like the right place. Yes. Correct. Yeah. 
Uh, it first aired June 24th, 2017, and is the 11th story of season 10. And we have some story notes. We do indeed. So Bill eats a bacon sandwich, which I, I feel like should just be, you know, the title of an episode here, um, which I thought ever since I was a child, which would be like a grilled cheese sandwich with bacon on it. Right. I would um, assume. It's yeah, not. It, oh, yeah. It's not. I actually, just before the show started, I uh, decided, you know what? I should probably actually look up what a bacon sandwich is. Um, and this is from the Telegraph. Um, so what's the perfect formula for the perfect bacon sandwich? Um, is uh, white untoasted sliced bread, smoked bacon, and brown sauce. Um, brown sauce? Brown sauce, which I think is like um, an HP sauce. Um it, it also might just be uh, something of a, a like a like a brown gravy like you huh. get on a, a poutine or a locomoco. OK, OK. Um, and yeah. So why is this a big deal? Well, all season long, we've talked about this kind of like seven and ace vibe that we get from 12 and Bill. Right. Uh, back in remembrance of the Daleks, Ace actually orders four of them oh, good uh, in a little cafe that she and the doctor are hanging out in. Um, and there honestly is, <laughs> this was me this morning, there honestly is a TARDIS Wikia entry for bacon with a bacon in a sandwich sub-entry. And you know what? I can actually confirm that because I looked at uh, TARDIS Wikia today a lot as well. Yep. I was doing a bit of research for yeah. this episode. I'm like, um, I need to double check some stuff so. <laughs> and get story notes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, TARDIS Wikia. Yes, thank you. Definitely. Always helpful. We had a few firsts in this episode. This is the first appearance of the Mondasian Cybermen since 1966. Woo! And is also officially, most definitely, the first multi-master televised story with the reappearance of John Sims' master. Perfect. Love it. Uh, <clears throat> absolutely. And, uh, you know, they, he, he says the line, Genesis of the Cybermen. That yes. obviously most of us would know as a reference to the 1975 story Genesis of the Daleks. Interestingly enough, though, a story called Genesis of the Cyber... Genesis... Oh, I can't say Genesis today. I'm sorry, Phil Collins. Um, <laughs> Genesis of the Cybermen was once planned, but never actually made. Well, I mean, technically it has been now. <laughs> well, yeah. Boy, oh boy. Um, Taylor, before we uh, get to this episode, uh, you have... A world-famous synopsis for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was a tough one to put together because, you know, my mind has spent probably maybe easily 12 of the past 24 hours just churning through everything that has happened in this episode. But yes. here we go. The Doctor, giving in to his desperate hope to make Missy nice, sets in motion this series of events that completely blow up in his face. Yeah, it's not the best one ever. I'm still processing all this, people. Give me a break. Oh, boy. So, um, where where to begin? Okay, how about this? Uh, about what did you think? Yeah. Taylor, yeah, what did you think? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm reacting to this episode on at least two, I'm going to say multiple, but at least two levels, because... On the one hand, I'm just looking at it in terms of fandom, in terms of, you know, uh, is, is it a satisfying episode? You know, is it, is it hitting, um, you know, those marks dramatically and musically and tonally? And, you know, are the camera angles nice? And, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and, and yes, it is. So, yes, I loved the episode. Um, you know, in, in, in terms of all that, I think Rachel Talale did a fantastic job directing it. There's so much of the music that I loved uh, in this episode, especially like, I, I don't know why, but the music during the, I'll call it the, the burglar scene, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I loved it. I, I don't know what it was about it, but but it really was like, oh, this is this is something a little different. I like this. This is neat. Um and and I'll say it right now. I want to see somebody uh, cosplay Mister Razor with his burglar mask. Yes, uh, Gallifrey. 
one because that really was kind of hilarious. Yes. Oh, um, you found me out. Yeah. So, 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 so much of that. I mean, there, the, the classic Who references galore and, and what it does for the mythos because what I'm looking at and why I had to go and spend actually quite a bit of time researching the story of the 10th planet, which is where the Mondasi and Cybermen were last seen. Yes. Um, uh, also William Hartnell's very last story. So let's not forget that a Cyberman story and a regeneration was followed up with a Dalek six parter. <laughs> <laughs> let's not say that super early classic who wasn't afraid to do some pretty heavy duty stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's bold. Yeah, it is. Uh, so now that we have this, I'm expecting Chibnall's first story to be a Dalek story. No, just the, um, the entire, his entire season run will be a Dalek story. Well, oh, that's right, because it will be a, a, a story, a season yes. long. That's right. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I had to go, okay, well, now wait a second. You know, Moffat has done this before. He's basically, you know, retconned uh, fandom in order to fit new things in. That's how we got the War Doctor. Yes. Uh, and and he did a good job of it. So I'm like, okay, wait a second. I got to go see if anything in this episode totally contradicts what's been established in the 10th planet. And I couldn't really find anything. Now, the 10th planet, it's like, hey, you know, the Cybermen were created on Mondas. Yeah. Um, for very similar reasons. I mean, you know, the, the planet wasn't doing well and the people weren't doing well as a result. And so they had to adapt. And so we've got this same kind of thing going on. Um, did I like the fact that in my personal opinion, Bill has suddenly been relegated to the status of Danny pink? Uh, hell no. Yeah. Last night it was a much stronger word than hell. I've kind of, I think we've both, uh, yeah, I think we've both calmed down since last night. Boy, there was a, if we had recorded this last night, I probably would have had to do a crap ton of editing just to bleep (laughs) stuff out. Like the amount of swears between us, the amount of swears, my notes are, um, on an epic scale. Yeah. I have a, I have a couple (laughs) years are a lot more. I, I actually I, only have two now that I think about you it. You only have two? Wow. Yeah. I've, I've got quite a lot. Yeah, you do. Uh, and most of them are reactionary, you know. Um, but, yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I liked. There was stuff where it was like, oh, God, did that have to happen? Did that have to be the way that that went? Yeah. Um, but on the whole, yeah, I, I really loved the story. I'm I'm excited and scared to see where it goes from here. And... I guess technically we got a peek at part of the Christmas special. <laughs> well, his hair, my first note is his hair is much longer in that regeneration than it is. Mm-hmm. So maybe we did. Maybe we got a peek at the the end of episode 12. Maybe Possibly. he's not in, maybe he's not in uh, the Christmas special. That would be, that would be weird. Now I know. Well, Mom Tenet did. Yeah, but I know that they're kind of planning to do something that is a little different, and and they're working together to do it. So I'm, I don't know. I I just saw the fact that he was in a snowy location, and I went, oh, Christmas special, snow. Well, somebody thought he was in, I think it was the South Pole? I I can't remember. I read something that it was one of the poles, and I tried to see if that was a reference they were trying to make, and I couldn't find anything. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I hadn't seen that. So, I know. But, I mean, we'll what, see. What, 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 what did you think of the episode? Okay, so, and Mike had mentioned it last week that um, uh, Rachel Talale, she directed, uh, she had her, you know, she was, she directed The Last Nightmare yeah, on Elm the, Street? The, the sixth, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. And she had been involved in all of them. Uh, this had a right. very distinct horror genre feeling to it. It yeah, was it was great in that aspect. I thought uh well I guess I'm gonna ask you a question. When did you realize that um it was John Sim? Because I didn't realize it until I wanna say I can't remember when I realized it, but it was very late in the episode. It 
It was. It also was fairly late in the episode too. I think it. It kind of started to dawn on me, kind of around the uh, uh, telling you where the elevator comes out scene. Oh, mine was a lot. For, mine was when he, when it, he seemingly turned on Bill. Oh yes, I mean, well, definitely that really kind of was like, oh, okay, wait a second. Like, like I just kind of had that first kind of inkling. I'm like, oh, okay, why wouldn't you just, you know, tell him? Or, or I'm sorry, tell her, tell Bill. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's kind of like that scene was kind of cutesy, but a little off. Yeah. Although I, 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 I've seen some people just kind of be like, oh, my God, I can't stand, you know, this, this, this Razor fella. And, you know, what a, what a cheap looking you know outfit and everything i'm like i really liked it i thought he was hilarious i thought he was very good and then it's 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 so funny we get the the line i love disguises do you still like disguises mm-hmm. uh, that that whole scene it just uh, okay well, well the episode as a whole i i thoroughly enjoyed it um as i said it had the creep factor down pat mm-hmm. i thought I thought the doctor was great. I thought everyone was great in this episode. And the more I think about the ending, which I was so upset about yesterday. Yes. Um, sure. The more I actually kind of like it, <laughs> which I don't like saying because the, the end is a character that we hardly knew that we yeah. all actually liked a lot. Um, being turned into a Cyberman, and not not just a Cyberman, possibly the first, proper. like, yeah, first yeah. ever proper Cyberman. Um, the I think the thing I didn't like about the episode, and I, I don't know if they wanted to throw too much surprise at us, but I think if that we had if they had not told us mm-hmm. that the Cybermen were a part of this story. This yep. would have been one of the best episodes of Doctor Who. Oh, hands down. I, <laughs> I, I, I can understand from a marketing perspective why you want to build up some buzz and why you know you, you kind of want to tease some of the stuff. But if we didn't know that John Sim was coming back and if we didn't know that the Cybermen were factoring into this story, I mean, this episode would have been like 12 out of 10 blow your effing socks off. Yeah. Kind of absolute mind screw of, of an episode. It would have been legitimately epic. Yes. I mean, it, it still is in its own right, but oh, I feel like completely. they they tr- they they tried too hard in that aspect of uh, the Masters coming back and it's going to be a, a Cyberman story with Cybermen you haven't seen since the 60s. I think... They could have only told. They should have only told us one of those things. And honestly, it, I think it should have just been um, that John Sim was coming back, mm-hmm. not because I feel like the Cybermen reveal would have been amazing. Just to be like, oh, what? Yeah, I mean, like I even love the fact that that you know the, the creepy doctor grabs like the the headpiece, and it's not. It's not oriented in the way that you would recognize it instantly. Yes. And so he, he, he grabs it. He's like, oh, yeah, we fixed it. And he swings it around, and you see it, and you're just like, oh, God dang it. That's, ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it just, that whole reaction kind of washes over you. Yes. It, and um, it, this also had a very, this was a, a very Russell T. Davies kind of reveal in in the yeah. fact that I, and the fact that it's like it's happening and you're like oh no this isn't going to happen is it and then it does happen mm-hmm. um and then you're like oh no the thing that yeah. i was worried about happening and they to- basically told me was going to happen but i didn't think was going to happen literally just happened yeah yeah i don't it had a very like it had a very it it felt like you know it felt like one of those episodes, like a past. I got the same feeling of dread. Yeah. When we, you know, find out that uh, Bill is is now a Cyberman, and I, th- I think the other thing that is just is so upsetting about it is I'm just I don't think Chibnall can come uh, could come any faster. 
I think <laughs> I think it's just upsetting that this is like that our companions never get happy endings. No. And they are just um they're just there to basically toy with our emotions. Um they're always either getting killed or having their hearts removed or being turned in like two of them have been turned into Cybermen and technically three of them have been no technically even four of them if you count if you count alternate universe Jackie Tyler that's true yes. and then if you count <laughs> briefly but he was never really converted fully um oh Stormageddon's dad whose name escapes oh, me oh uh, yeah well then doesn't doesn't it technically become five with Cyberbrig oh god damn it God damn it. Yeah, it was Cyberbrig. Oh, man. Oh, I hate Stephen Moffat so much. Oh, my God. That was... Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh. So, I mean, there's that factor where it's like, ugh. But then sometimes I, I tell myself it's uh, just a show and I should really just relax. I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah, that sounds really familiar. Uh, next Sunday, AD. Yeah, so I was all over the place with this. I was, I was mad, but I was like, "Oh, but it was so good." But now yeah. Bill's a Cyberman, and I can't deal yeah. with that. I don't know. I, it, no, I, 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 I absolutely agree with you on like every one of those points. I, I, I just I want to add to it um, that that yes, I, I absolutely want to see a companion just like leave and and go do something, not have them die or be converted or changed and and i and i feel bad because i see people on twitter being like but but he's the doctor he'll he'll find a way to reverse it next week and i'm like oh you poor sad oh no we don't we can't reverse that sorry oh that's not gonna happen i I, it's a great idea but it's it's not no there's she's she's gonna have to go find some you know lesbian cyber lover somewhere (laughs) wait that does not sound right at all no it does not not quite how i meant that but um I feel like and we have that. This bl- is where we have that blue guy to blame. Yes, Ugh. twitchy blue guys and their 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 trigger fingers. Yeah, um, I'm glad he got Venusi and Aikido'd, which I loved. Hey, Venusi and Aikido, yes. Yeah, they're <laughs> um, I I one of the things that I've actually loved about this whole season, um, and and this episode as well, is that you know when Doctor Who started off in the '60s, it was supposed to be kind of like educational here's some history here's some science we've actually gotten a lot of actual science in this season yeah you we know have. here's what space does to you here's time dilation you know gravity affects time space and time together as four dimensions it that was exciting to listen to that was just like yes i get it i'm following this and you're teaching people out there something because yeah they thought they were just tuning in to watch doctor who um but something that my mind totally got hung up on last night after um, finishing the episode, totally having a beer, um, <laughs> and, and I needed it, and uh, kind of digesting things a little bit, is that, you know, here's where my mind went. If, if Bill is now, let's just say, for argument's sake, the first proper Mondasian Cyberman, mm-hmm. there is every chance and every possibility at this point Right, because we haven't seen next week's episode, and it looks like lots of Cybermen get blown up next week. Yeah, and it looks like it's mostly newer models. It that's what it looks like. Yes, and I know that the epi- you know, the finale has been described as a bloodbath. I think it's mostly going to be cyber blood. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, what my mind got caught up with is that very possibly Bill could be one of the Cybermen we see in. Tomb of the Cybermen. Oh, in Tomb or in the Tenth Planet? I haven't seen the Tenth Planet, so I can't really vouch for that. I'm sure if rumors are are true and we are going to be getting some form of the First Doctor, um, either in I don't know the, this finale or in the Christmas special, I'm sure that will be addressed. I, I'll be honest, I would be surprised if it's addressed. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. But it was one of those things where I was familiar at least enough with Tomb of the Cybermen, you know. Yes. So I just went, 
but this is you know this is Moffat retconning classic Who to fit new Who into it. It's like there's there's now this possibility that she's one of those Cybermen. Yeah, it's very possible. Because I mean, as far as I can tell, everything that happens in this story is pre Tenth Planet. It has to be. Yeah, the, the Cybermen don't exist yet. I mean, yes, time dilation. There might be some wiggle room in that, At right? Least, you know, because on Mondas, obviously, they were developed there as well. Mm-hmm. Related technology happens all the time. That's that's no big deal. But the only thing that I was confused about is that it it it's literally stated in this episode that this was a brand new colony ship straight out of the factory, skeleton crew, and it sounds as though the factory that built this ship was on. Mondas. So it sounds like they're coming from Mondas, like 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 the skeleton crew that's taking it to wherever they're taking it to. Yeah, is from that planet. Am I? Does that? No, that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Okay, okay. And it just so happened that we had a wacky scientist as part of this skeleton crew. Yeah, I mean, I I do not do not. I, I could see that for sure. Well, or or potentially because so much time has passed toward the uh, bottom of the ship. That's right, because it's backing up. Yeah. Um, thankfully, not screeching beep, beep, beep the whole way. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been Russell T. Davies. Oh, it would have, yes. Um, at the bottom of the ship, and so many generations have passed that that could have just happened naturally. Anyway, I'm overthinking it quite a lot. <laughs> um, I did love the design of the ship. When, oh, it was beautiful. It. I don't know why you would build a 400-mile-long ship. That's a yeah. lot of ships. That's, that seems like a lot. That That's not something you just you know whip a quick U-turn in. No. That, no, it is not. <laughs> drive a limo through San Francisco or something. Um, yeah, all the set pieces were great in this. I thought everything had its, as I said, its creep factor. It looked really good. Um, I want to talk about... After Bill um, gets a giant hole in her chest. God, like gaping comic book size hole. Yeah, it was like, okay. I, I, that, I bet you they brought they, they showed the CG to Moffat, and he's like, no, I want it to look bigger. <laughs> it needs to be gaping. I, I want a big gaping hole, just like the big gaping hole this will leave in everyone's hearts. Um, it, that was probably his exact words. Probably. Uh, and I said, how dare you flashback right now, show? And um, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that flashback. The flashback was great. And, and it's like, oh, great. So now the doctor's telling her things after we complained about him not telling yes. her anything last episode. We get it, all the information we get there is fantastic. It's brilliant. She was my first man crush. Yes. That was great. And then that whole thing about gender is like, yeah, but you still call yourself Time Lords. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, zing. She's like, oh, and he's like, all right, fair enough. You know, a lot of the dialogue and, and the banter and the back and the forth and like like Missy just, you know, taking the whole piss out of like, oh, oh here's thing one and the other guy and, and here's, you know, exposition and, and comic relief. It, it <laughs> that was the best expedition and comic relief. Oh, and it's true. It literally is true. Most of the female companions have served an expositionary role. Most of the male companions have served a little bit more of a comic relief role. It's completely true. I also loved the line, we're here to help like awesome heroes. Yes. That's how we must always enter a room now. We are here to help like awesome heroes. Yes. Um, it is. I mean, in, in, in just the whole debating over assistant versus companion versus friends. And, and Missy goes, what? You know, no. Sweetheart, Every, everything else is crate snatching, you know. Um, uh, so much of the dialogue, the so Doctor Who stuff. The, oh, the, I mean, it's it's just trolling fandom from end to end because yeah. you know we've talked about it. You know, in Classic Who, he was credited as Doctor Who, even in the War Machines, which apparently the first episode of the War Machines aired on this date. In oh wow! Yes, I just saw that on Facebook before we started. Huh. Um, go back and listen to our War Machines episode. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, when, when Wotan says Dr. Who must be, you know, that, that Dr. That Who was, is a, is a quiet required is, is required. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, that, that was all a typo and, and a mistake, but obviously it is fed into 
all of this fandom and and well what's what's his name is it doctor who is it the doctor is it whatever and this this is just this great grand trolling yeah of that fandom in this episode and i and i loved every freaking second of it. <laughs> yeah it was it was very very good and uh does missy have a sonic umbrella is that what i'm led to believe i'm gosh i really hope so yeah <laughs> It it never makes a noise, but the fact that she's brandishing it, yes, um, at 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 our Smurf friend here, which she actually calls Smurf. God, yeah, I, I am, I am freaking gonna miss you, Missy. <laughs> like I'm I'm not kidding. The very first time I see her come out of the TARDIS and and everything there, I'm just like, damn, I'm gonna miss her. Yeah, she's I'm not okay with this, you know. But <sighs> yeah, I mean. She's magnificent. Yes, she I, is. I will worship at the altar that is Michelle. <laughs> so worth it. And we also find out that apparently this version of the Sonic comes apart and becomes a pen. I know. And I, I'm... I almost went and tried that with the one that I got for Christmas, but I'm like, no, I'll no in my luck, I'll break it. So I sincerely hope they come out with um, there needs to be like a highlighter one. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they have to now. When 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 you both need to sonic and study for exams. Exactly. I mean, why just do it? Do it, BBC. Yeah. Come on, marketing, make it happen. Eat. You can even make it smaller, like a little, like the size of a pen. That would be cool. That works. <laughs> um, I have a note in here that just says, "Well, Bill is fine, apparently, for now. Whatever. I hate you, Moffat." That's <laughs> my entire yeah. my entire note. Yeah. If if that was actually short enough to make the alternate title this week, I would do that. But uh, you know, and we we talked about earlier the um, you talked about all the classic Who references. Yeah. I would just love to point out that I loved the Frozen picture homage to classic Who quality, the black and white photo of when they were saying that time moves slower. Yes, and it showed like it was like a black and white like. TV of them, kind of fuzzy, not very good mm-hmm. quality. Yes. I really enjoyed that. I don't know if they did that on purpose, but I'm just going to give them credit for it anyway. No, that works. And, and and using that TV and using that as the way to transition between either end of the ship, I, I loved it every single time. Yes, that was great as well. You know, and, and also using it as a... Um, uh, as as a way to show how much time is passing for Bill, uh, yes, you, you, that as, as as the storytelling technique to show, hey, you know, years are passing up here, and they've had one conversation. Yeah, you yeah. know what else is um is crazy, and I don't think we uh, actually Lauren had mentioned this to me. I'll I will give her credit for this. Uh, Bill spent a lot more time with the master than she did with the doctor. Oh, oh, F me sideways. Wow. That. Yeah, that was, that was my reaction when she said that to me. Wow. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And then, and what a long con. Oh, and then we get the ending, and they're both standing next, and she's just going, I waited for you. I waited for you. Dude, oh, that you voice, that, that Cyberman voice will haunt God. my dreams. I watched the ending again today just to see how I felt about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that I forgot how unnerving that voice is. It totally is, and and I, I love it. Yeah. In that in that. In that sense that it's unnerving it's it's a lot better than say like that mid 80s earth shock you know we all have deep yes <laughs> kind of voice i i like the mondasian um kind of oh, i don't want to call it chip tune voice but you know it's, it's yeah, a lot yeah, close more. enough yeah um it's a lot more and, and oh god the 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 one where like all you hear for what feels like five pain. minutes straight pain and <laughs> Where's my note on that? I have a note on pain. I've got two notes on that, so let's talk about that. Okay, yeah. so um why do we why would we program a button that says kill me? <laughs> can we talk about can we talk about that for a second? The pain button I understand. Pain button is fine. But a kill me button? That's that's strange. 
I, well, I mean, it is a hospital. We don't know what their uh, 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 take is on uh, euthanasia, on assisted suicide. You know, it's no, uh, true. Um, now, I, you'd like to think that maybe those are two different buttons, but um, I don't think they are. I think if BBC Marketing had their wits about them, they would develop a wireless Bluetooth speaker that looks like the, uh, the little IV tank with the oh. knob on top. Oh, I love that little... Uh, you know what? That little IV tank was awesome. It looked really cool. It did look really cool. And the fact that on the top of it is a speaker with a volume knob kind of threw me at first. But then I'm like... They're onto some genius marketing here. Yeah, you could uh, ha- you could hang it. Yeah, it could be like a Bluetooth speaker. That'd be cool. Precisely, and it have that little glow going. You know, at yeah. night it'd be very atmospheric. Um, I the um, the creepy doctor's voice, kind of like just before the pain scene. I don't, and it's killing me because I don't remember exactly what he says. But he he's got about you know maybe five or six lines of dialogue. And just the way he delivers them, yeah. I sat there and I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to tweet this out, and I haven't yet. But I'm like, this creepy doctor's voice needs like the Dominic Glynn remix treatment, <laughs> along with the music from the episode and figuring in, you know, the the repetition of pain. Ooh. In it's like it was all kind of coming together in my head. I mean, this is this is the man who did like the terror version of the Doctor Who theme that is like my favorite version. <laughs> Yeah. Out there. So I'm like, mm, I should shoot that man a tweet and be like, dude, I know it's not your music that you did for the episode, but that needs a remix. <laughs> Maybe you'll do it. Maybe. We'll see. We shall see. Um, yeah. What? Else? Oh, you know, what do you think? Because I feel like kind of understanding why they're kind of developing these cyber conversions actually makes the Cybermen a, a, a bit more of a sympathetic character. Yeah, it does. Um, I agree, but, I mean, at the same time, the not everybody, I mean, we get it with, with, with Bill, not everybody wants to be converted fully. Nope, I so totally agree. we don't no, know I'm if not. they've all were, like, willingly, like, yeah, sure, turn me into a Cyberman. Now, I get it. I totally agree with that as well. But I think, you know, in the same way that, you know, we like, was it last season? Season before? Shoot, I can't remember now. You know, where we kind of understand inside the mind of a Dalek. Right. More. It, it, in, in, in coming at it from that different angle kind of makes them a little bit more sympathetic. They're not just, you know, this black and white you know, we are the best, we have to kill everything. And it's like, oh, wow, this has a little bit more depth to it. We get that with at least the creation of the Cybermen. Now, granted, they go on and on and on and, you know. Yeah. I'm sure become a bit less sympathetic, but I, it was just one of those things. It, I, I So many of my notes, I'm sorry, I'm looking at them right now, are just like quotes, just lines from the episode that I thought were great. <laughs> when you hug me. It hurts my heart. Oh, that <laughs> that was no, no. It, it pokes me right. <laughs> Dude, John Sim in this was—he was just so great, genius as both as both. Ca- and you know, the more I think about it, and I mean, you know, th- th- just to talk about this is such a thing the master would do. Mm-hmm. Like Missy, kind of on the fence. I mean, she kind of did the same thing with the Cybermen. Yeah, but this is such a master thing to do to long long con the doctor like this to not only hurt the doctor but to hurt missy when he because he says he'll never forgive you for doing this Mm -hmm. and i mean she doesn't know what he's talking about at first so i'm interested to see if we get more of that interaction after he says now give us a kiss because he says i'm very worried about my future yeah and and it makes me wonder how well it makes me wonder exactly what he's worried about and how he knows you know about yeah. parts of that we, we we have this gap we don't know you know basically what happened to him between the end of uh the end of time right. and here like there's this big empty gap we have no backstory to fill that um 
and 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 how much of the doctor's adventures he's seen or hasn't seen we, we and none of correct me if i'm wrong but the the finale is going to be an hour correct uh yes it has a 61 okay minute runtime maybe 65 i forget now i did see it somewhere but yes it does have an extended runtime and in fact i think it also makes it the the longest uh, runtime of a new who episode even of the 50th i oh shoot now i don't i don't have it bookmarked of course so i'm not day of the doctor right uh day of the doctor yes was the was the 50th 77 minutes oh no maybe not then i haven't watched that since it aired by the way i haven't either <laughs> honestly um let's see the doctor falls Runtime. Um, do we have it? Maybe, maybe. This is just going to be a lot of dead air that I get to yep. cut out. Um, doop, 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 doop. Oop. Oh, jump up. Dodge balls. Do, 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 no, no, no. Well, shoot. Don't know. Don't see it. All right. I'm not sure. I don't know that. I can't imagine it runs more than 77 minutes. That would be, wow. That would be insane if it didn't. That would be insane if it did. Um, and speaking of time and runtime, I have two separate notes. You know, one is, oh my God, how are we already at the halfway point? And then, oh crap. Well, I did say crap. Five minutes left. Yeah. Um, this it, episode really trucked along and it did not lag anywhere. Oh no, the pacing was amazing in this. It was very, very good. It didn't feel like however long it actually was. No, it did not feel like a 45-minute episode in the slightest. No. The amount that they packed in here was was really impressive, and they did it well. Yes, they did it fantastic. Um, <laughs> what else did we get? We got Capaldi uh, breaking out the karate a little bit. The, yeah. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> and, I mean, I really don't have a lot, a lot more to say, honestly. The ending is yeah. just... The ending's uh, where everything is, where we get... The Mondasian Cyberman. Oh God, I really and and they look they look so good and they look so accurate to yeah. you know what they originally were. In fact, I saw something just today. Um, oh, it must have been on Twitter um, where uh, yesterday in England they had like a presentation of the episode, like you know, in in a theater in a big theater. Yeah, with like. I was like the National Orchestra or something doing the music from the episode. So lots of, you know, Rachel Talalay was there. A lot of big Doctor Who people were there. And there was a picture of uh, Rachel with um, the lady, go girls, um, the lady who originally designed the Cybermen back in the 60s. Oh. Um, and, and I guess she was blown away with, with how well uh, they treated, uh, you know, basically her her original creation yeah so she was very pleased with it that's cool um, and i, I, I that. thought that was really neat yeah um yeah I, i'm <sighs> even, even just sitting here I'm, I'm still kind of like taking in this episode and and amber and kobe are so far behind i mean god help me we're 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 only up to the lie of the land no jeez um, i know just got to get through that one, and we get some good episodes, and then they're going to see this, and I'm going to have to watch this again. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's I'm gonna I'm still gonna probably have more of a reaction to it than they do, but it's going to be one of those things where you know we've gotten to like Bill, and here's all this, and then they're going to get to see this big gaping hole. Yeah, I think that's that's I the most ups. It's just that Bill's it, gone. That's the most really upsetting is. thing. It really is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh well. We we've suffered loss on this show for since the beginning of time. So I know it it comes with the territory, but it doesn't necessarily make it any easier. Yeah. So uh, next do we week, have any guests for next week? No. Oh my God, we do. Okay, we so do. so folks, next week is going to be a little weird. Um, oh, oh yes, in terms of that, yes. Let's talk about that. What were you talking about? In terms I was of talking about just in terms of what we think is going to happen. Oh, guesses. Yes. Oh, you thought I said guests. I no, thought you guess. said guests. Uh, Do I have any guesses as to what's going to happen next week? Well, I think 
And I believe that uh, Mike had said, I think that will ring true to where Missy will um, mortally wound the master and he will regenerate into Missy. That I'd love to see that. Um, I also feel like since we have to wrap up Michelle Gomez's story, I wonder if we will actually, I, I think we can never and we shouldn't ever get rid of the master. I think that is not a good thing. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get a a scene a la John Sim and David Tennant where he's just like, nah, man, I'm just going to die. Is that cool? Um, So maybe that could happen where Missy goes out a hero. Yeah, I I think it would also be kind of um, an interesting twist. Let's say that... um, uh, that you know, Missy causes her own regeneration, basically from uh, John Sims' master into her. But then at the same time, you know, the master strikes back at her, like you know, it's face-off kind of thing, and they, yes. they both go down. But then at the same time, her previous incarnation causes her own regeneration into whatever comes next, um, which would be great as well. Which would be, we would just have regeneration energy exploding everywhere. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have I, no guesses. Both of those to deal with. Um... Oh, you know what? I will. I'm sorry. I will cut you off, and I will say that Matt Lucas posted on Instagram today a oh. picture of the telephone booth, not of the TARDIS, just of the uh, where where the phone comes out of. Oh, okay. So I'm going to assume that means he is recording recording he's filming the christmas special <laughs> well that would make some kind of sense because i think filming for the christmas special is supposed to start around about the beginning of july and we're only a week out from that yes so i i mean if if anything we know nardo will probably be there which is fine yeah yeah at this point yes i mean i'm i'm so much more on board with nardo than i was a season ago i mean i really don't got anything else <laughs> I have nothing All else. Right. I'm I'm no. going I mean the next time it's the doctor uh the doctor falls and we see basically the doctor ask M- Missy to fight by his side. I have also seen a still of the three of them um standing uh side by side by side with their various sonic instruments drawn. Really? So, and it's very. They're also in a wood, wood, woodish, woodland type area. Uh, which, if you will recall, we were talking about how much the poster looks like the Day of the Doctor poster. Um, it's very similar to when we get the three Doctors in the middle of the forest. It's very similar. Hmm. So, who knows if maybe the Master goes? Well, I didn't plan this through. I just kind of wanted to mess with you. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I don't know. So uh, we'll see. I either way, I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was starting to say, so next week, uh, ma'am, did we not plan this out correctly? <laughs> so next week, next weekend. I will be in Long Beach. I am uh, going to see two of the first shows I believe New Japan Pro Wrestling has ever done fully with their talent in America since who knows when. Um, I'm very excited. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Um, And Taylor, you are going to be where? I'm going to be leaving painfully early Sunday morning. Uh, with the whole family in tow, and we are headed to an incredibly rural part of Tennessee uh, to visit some of Kobe's family. And, like, so rural that this town doesn't even have a stoplight. No joke. (laughs) Uh, I'll take lots of pictures. But um, so, yeah, so Saturday is going to be busy. I'm definitely going to watch the episode. But the fact that we're getting up at, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah. So it means that go ahead, John, basically what's going to happen next week is we, and by we, I mean me and, um, friend of the show, uh, Anna and Peter, 
are going to join me in studio, and we are going to record on Monday night, and we are going to talk about the episode. I have told Taylor to record something for the episode so we can ha- so he can have his his say. Yeah. Um, and I will most likely put that at the beginning of the episode. And then uh, the three of us will have a discussion and we'll call it a day. We didn't want to sit too long on it. And we've known this for a little while that we were not going to be um, able to record in the week uh, of July 4th. If, you yeah. know, so we're going to do our best. Um, it should be interesting. I haven't had, I don't think Anna's been on a podcast since Gallifrey. Since Gallifrey. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Peter Peter's been on a b- episode of Bampow TV but I, I it should be fun. Hopefully it's not too sad. No. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll see. I it'll be very interesting to kind of sit down and and have to record out my thoughts just completely on my own yeah. and and hopefully, you know, in the ensuing, you know, week or so after uh at least after I get back, you know, maybe we can kind of sit down and do like a a season 10 retrospective kind of talk about the stuff that we enjoyed most what worked what didn't that would um, be cool yes what we what we'd like to see from or what maybe we expect to see from in the christmas special if they give us a uh maybe a little uh christmas special teaser at the end of at the end of the season we'll see yeah we'll see uh, and then not very long after that i think we've got like our 100th episode i don't know if we want to do something special for that or not so our 100th episode this is episode 97 97 will be the season finale 98 will be the season finale and then we'll have 99 and 100 um and those will be in the wilderness months leading up to the christmas special Uh yeah so let's think about what we want to do yeah we we got to think about what we want to do for our 100th episode which is uh crazy to say yeah but great. cool but very cool so that is it for us this week you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter uh, just search the podcastica you can follow me on twitter at jp thrice and you can follow taylor on twitter Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica. Uh, Rate and review us as well. Uh, Give us the old five-star review. Uh, Also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Podcastica shirts or just buy an N-O-T-L-G shirt. Helps the cause. Uh, And check out the Y-Axis. They do our music, uh, twitter.com slash the Y axes, Facebook.com slash the Y axes, the Y axes dot bandcamp.com, and they're also on Spotify. So join join us, join a, a bunch of us next week for the <laughs> for the finale of Doctor Who, The Doctor Falls. Oh boy, I wonder what's gonna happen. Hopefully he just trips on something and, and, and falls over and, he's and fine. recovers immediately, yes. Yeah. I meant to do that. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we will talk to you guys then. See ya. Yeah. Hey. I have a note in here that just says, well, Bill is fine. Apparently for now, whatever. I hate you, Moffat. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.